the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. I don't get angry often. I don't think I have anger issues, but I do get angry occasionally, and I think there are things that should make us angry. After all, Jesus became angry. Uh, He didn't get angry at the politicians of his day, nor did he get angry at the blatant sinners of his day. You know who he got angry at? The religious leaders. Yeah, that's who he got angry at. The religious leaders. You're not allowed to do that today because then you're causing disunity. Well, sometimes religious leaders ought to make us angry when they do things like this. I came across this story this morning. It's out of uh, North Carolina. It is the story of the Fifth Avenue United Methodist Church of Wilmington, North Carolina. Or should I say, was the Fifth Avenue United Methodist Church of Wilmington, North Carolina— It is no longer because, you see, the United Methodist North Carolina Annual Conference has shut it down. Close the doors. Well, did the people of the church want the church shut down? Mm -mm, No. Did the uh, North Carolina Annual Conference of the uh, United Methodist Church of North Carolina ask the people of the church? Mm -mm, No. Nope. Nope, just, um, no, they just shut it down. And here is what is even worse and more maddening. The church had begun the process of leaving the denomination. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I never let that happen. Uh, Sorry, that was my cell phone. We used to have a little fine jar if I ever had my cell phone go off in the studio. Uh, We don't have it because I never do it until today. My apologies. Anyway, the uh, church, now it's small. The church had really dwindled down to a handful of people, but the handful of people were obedient to Scripture. They were very concerned about the direction of the denomination And they had begun the disaffiliation process, which would mean—now, listen carefully—which would mean if they disaffiliated, then the people of the church would maintain the building and the property. And I'm looking at a picture. It's a beautiful church. I have no idea what condition it's in physically, but— 
It is a beautiful church. You know, the typical stained glass windows and so forth. If they had disaffiliated, the congregation would have gained complete control of their building, which they maintained, which they took care of. But when the disaffiliation process began, rather than allowing a local congregation to make up their minds about their future for their congregation and for their building and grounds, the uh, local conference said, no, we're going to shut it down. We are going to shut it down. So, the church takes it to the United Methodist Church's highest court, which brings me to the story in front of me. Headline, UMC, United Methodist Church, UMC top court rules against church forcibly closed before it could disaffiliate. Yep, here's the story. The United Methodist Church's highest court has ruled that a regional conference in North Carolina can shut down a congregation trying to leave the denomination. Fifth Avenue United Methodist Church was shuttered by the UMC North Carolina Annual Conference even though the congregation was discussing a disaffiliation The United Methodist Judicial Council, the denomination's highest court, issued decision 1490 on Tuesday of this week. The court concluded, listen to this, quote, even though a local church has already initiated the disaffiliation process, nothing in the process precludes that church from deciding to close without completing that process either at the recommendation of the district superintendent or on its own. In other words, the local conference said, uh, we're shutting you down and we're probably going to sell the building. The uh, local church took it to the highest court of the denomination, and the denomination said, tough luck, Uh No, they said we're going to shut it down, so you're going to be shut down. Quote, the annual conference has made the determination that Fifth Avenue should be formally closed, and it is not appropriate for the Judicial Council to second-guess that judgment. Now, I've been saying this for years, folks. This whole thing whether it's the United Methodist, the PCUSA, Presbyterian Church USA, the ELCA, the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America, or many of the other uh, mainline Protestant denominations, when a local church takes a biblical stand and says, we have more allegiance to the Word of God than we do to the denomination We can no longer walk in harmony with a denomination that has departed from biblical truth, so we are leaving. At that point, most, most of the denominations basically say, 
But take the people. We want the building. It's all about money. It's all about dollars. Take the people. We don't care. If you know, if if the congregation, the pastor, if you want to leave, that's fine. But we're going to take your building. Oh, if you want to keep your building, we're going to extort massive amounts of money from you. Now, those are my words, not theirs. But it is. It's extortion. It's extortion. I had the privilege uh, several weeks ago of preaching at a small United Methodist Church in a small town here in Ohio. And they went through the disaffiliation process. Now, this local congregation, small in number, they have been paying all of the maintenance, all the upkeep. They've been paying all of the utilities. They've been paying for all of the expenses. The denomination had done nothing for them. And yet, the uh, local conference said, Okay, you can leave, but you're going to have to pay us dollars. Well, why? Because in order to leave, you've got to pay us off. It is really like extortion, spiritual extortion. Now, I know what I'm saying sounds really radical, but I believe it. They don't care about the people. Now, I am assuming, and I admit that this is an assumption on my part, the uh, United Methodists here in uh, what is it, Wilmington, North Carolina, closed the doors of the church, told the congregation, you can't meet here any longer, and I would assume they're going to sell the building and pocket the money. Will it be divided evenly among the congregational members left? Are you kidding me? No, 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 no. This kind of thing, which is happening all across America in mainline Protestant denominations, makes me angry because it's wrong. It is just flat wrong. Those decisions belong to that local church. Not a bunch of bureaucrats in the denominational office. It's just flat wrong. All right, we'll be back. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Welcome back to Bob Bernie Live and the Don Crow Show in Washington, D.C. We are simulcasting today. And just a reminder, I can't spend a whole lot of time on this because I've gone over it many times. Uh, Those of you listening on our AM 880 signal, which most of you here in Ohio are listening on our AM signal. That's 880 on the dial. Uh, We go off the air at 5 o'clock every year, November and December. We have to sign off at 5 p.m. We are a daytime-only station due to antiquated, outdated, absolutely worthless rules and regulations that go back to World War II that have no 
application for today at all, but it's reality. So just want to remind you, you can switch over to 104.5 FM, our FM signal, if you are in the Metro Columbus area, or you can stream live on your phone, on your smart device, on your tablet, on your computer, or if you have one of those little smart devices with the uh, girl's name, I don't dare say it, because some of you are listening on it, and who knows, she'll order you, who knows what she'll order you on the website, but you know who I'm talking about. Uh, just tell her to uh, turn on AM880, and she will pull it up. Anyway, Just uh, that's just a reminder. All right, uh, back to the phones. We are honoring veterans today. Uh, we have Paul in Grove City, Ohio, on the line. Paul? Welcome. Thanks for calling. Hey, Bob. Funny. Hey, Paul, Paul, Paul. How are you, man? How are we doing, man? I am doing well. Thank you. Doing uh, doing well myself and thanking the freedom that uh, the fellas and the gals. I don't want to leave them out because I know there's been a lot of gals that's given their lives. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Great country, but... uh, I just wanted to lift up a tribute to my own dad, and uh, I got two brothers. My dad served in World War II, and uh, I have a brother that uh, he flew or he flew chopper in uh, the Vietnam War, and then I had another brother that uh, served in the states. And uh, you know, I'm proud of all of them for the fact that they, you know, showed some service for this country, uh, Bob. I, I. I want, this is kind of a side note, Bob. I just watched the Saving Private Ryan movie recently for the first time. And, man, that opening 10 or 15 minutes, that just breaks your heart. I mean, and, and you know, maybe the, the fellas that I'm talking about, my dad never was in anything like that, and my two brothers. But, you know, any of these guys, that, especially in World War II, who knew what they were getting themselves into in those boats, when they got out of them boats, I'd be scared. Yeah. Man, it's just it's so horrific. If anybody has seen that movie, they know what I'm talking about. And I just sometimes kind of wonder, Bob, if we have enough people in our country, young folks, who would give their life like that. And even all the people that we're calling in tonight, today about, that the way our country's gotten so backward, I mean, well, it just... None, none, none of the branches of our armed forces are meeting their recruitment goals. None of them. And some of them are falling way, way, way behind our recruitment goals. Um, And, you know, a a drop in patriotism, um, a a drop in just pride of being an American. A, uh, yeah. a forgetting our our heritage, forgetting our heritage. story, forgetting you know what America is all about. Uh, the the wokeness that is sweeping yeah. through our military. Uh, a lot of reasons for it, but if we were to have a major war, and and we yeah. that is more possible today, Paul, than it was two months ago. I think we would be in real trouble. I really do. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Bob. So I mean, I'm really scared for our country right now. 
Well, I'm concerned. I'm not. I'm, I don't want to be picky. I'm not scared, but I am. Yeah. I am deeply right. concerned. I am deeply, deeply yeah. concerned. I really am, and I think we should be. All right. Yeah. Well, Paul, thank you. Thank you for honoring the veterans in your family. God bless you. All right, Bob. I love yeah. you, buddy. God bless. Well, you, you as well. Thank you. Uh, here's some breaking news out of Florida. Uh, Florida passed a piece of legislation that prohibits men, biological men, from competing against women in athletics, in sports. And, of course, the ACLU and a bunch of liberal left-wing nutjobs have uh, protested it, took it to court, and so forth. Well, the Southern District of Florida, Judge Roy Altman, has ruled that the ban on men from competing in women's sports can stand. It can stand. Uh, Judge Roy Altman ruled, quote, the law does not violate guarantees of equal protection because there is a government interest in preserving opportunities for female athletes. My goodness, a judge with some common sense. Males, biological males competing against biological females is not fair to the females. He went on. We find that promoting women's equality in athletics is an important government interest. Uh, He cited an older ruling from Supreme Court Justice John Paul Stevens, who wrote, quote, without a gender-based classification in competitive contact sports, there would be a substantial risk that boys would dominate the girls' programs and deny them an equal opportunity to compete in interscholastic events. And that was from Supreme Court Justice John Paul Stevens, who was a liberal. Yeah, a uh, liberal. So a federal judge has upheld this law Uh, Senate Bill 1028 is what it was in Florida, and a federal judge has ruled in favor of women to protect them. I guess um, common sense is not completely dead. All right, we're coming up on our top of the hour break, and to our AM880 listeners, I hope you can switch over to streaming audio on uh, whatever device you use. If you absolutely cannot find a way to honor the veterans in your life and your family this weekend. All right, quick break. We'll return. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.